have we introduced the show? No, no, no. We'll 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 get, we'll get there. there. Don't worry about it. We're just we're just freezing in a day. I was just thinking, like, man, I was really hot when I got here, but now I'm. Oh hey, here comes Cemetery Cat. Is that what that bell is? Mm-hmm. Hey there, kitty. Oh, oh hi. Oh, I was gonna send you the link, but now I just have to pet Cemetery it's Cat fine. for a second. Is it Ghost Cat? Are you alive? I need to confirm. <laughs> just a Hi, honey. Just such a headbutt. Like, pet me now, please. Um, oh, you are too cute to be dead. I think that's how it works, right? Uh, I mean, with evidence presented in Nightmare Before Christmas and Corpse Bride. She's too cute. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I have a cat now. Oh, sorry. The podcast is off. Yeah. Wait a minute. You're dead. You've been dead for thirty years. Speaking of huge <laughs> fights, we're about to have. You're listening to Buhaha, which is a monthly i mean that's how it started i think you're okay if 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 we average out the numbers for this year's it is a monthly podcast about ghosts and uh tangents and movies primarily yeah that's i feel like that's where we're at <laughs> it is it is no longer a podcast about dead presidents because i don't want to be on a list um this week we are we are celebrating the spook ook ookiest time of the year, um, other than Arbor Day, for our Booha Halloween Spooktacustravaganza. Oh, we're doing this again. <laughs> I said it one it's time. Not like we did six takes of it last Halloween. It's fine. And uh, this year, I am joined by the ghost of Buhaha's past this year last year (laughs) the year before as i've said you are one of the stars around which this podcast orbits um Um, apparently sunday was the three-year anniversary of Buhaha. hey mazel tov (laughs) to both of us we're really we're really keeping this podcast on life support (laughs) it actually might be like wednesday or something I think it's the two-year or three-year anniversary when I posted the preview. Oh, uh, sure. So whatever, that it's counts. we're getting there. Yeah, uh, Emily Faye Coleman. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just happy to be talking to another human being. It's we're we're out in the world. We are once again recording from uh, the spook ook ookiest place in our neighborhood. Other than that one safe way um the, the beautiful the Chinese, though they make the general's chicken really really well <laughs> um the picturesque and uh cat ridden lone fur cemetery old man peabody on all of this yeah i used to know someone who lived right across the street from here which made for amazing halloween parties that seems like over yonder on the west side there's just houses that are just backed up against it like the backyard is just yeah. the cemetery. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not the the hugest of believers, but yikes. Yeah, there's something very special about wandering over here as a drunk person in a Little Mermaid costume. That's too specific to be a hypothetical. Go um, on. I made tequila sunrise Jello shots that year, and I wanted to make sure I got a couple before I put them out for everybody. So this was Halloween and not just like a Tuesday. Yeah, it was Halloween like two, three years ago. <laughs> I feel like 
the only fun activity that I've ever done here, other than recording this podcast, was um, midnight Valentine's Day Ouija board session. Now, we have a rule on Afternoonified <laughs> about not fucking with uh, Ouija boards, because uh, if you don't ask for none, you won't fucking get none. We We talked to a very conservative Russian man, allegedly, um, uh, who didn't seem super happy with uh, some of the life choices of the uh, the attendants. Yeah. <laughs> I have to admit, like, now that it, I have drawn attention to the fact that we are in a cemetery yes. in complete darkness, it is very creepy. It is spookier than... than I anticipate every time. Um, this I, time, however, we do have a lovely lantern. Yes, yeah, so you can look like the caretaker from the Haunted Mansion as we exit. <laughs> also, everything around us is slowly stretching vertically. Um, is this haunted room actually stretching? <laughs> That's the dream. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want just feed me some of that weird cake from Alice in Wonderland and just let me loose, man. Um, yeah, we were supposed to go to Disneyland uh, this coming January. Probably not going to happen. Uh, thanks, Gavin Newsom. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. He's doing his job. No hard feelings. Um, but I was super excited to eat edibles and then go to Disneyland. Like the Alice in Wonderland ride. It was fun drunk. I can't even imagine it. <laughs> How how much do you think they've had to boost the ventilation at Disneyland since the legalization just to continuously fan away the plumes of like, I mean, you can juice. get like good edibles that are very easy to sneak in. Sure. But uh for a person like me who doesn't feel like being clinically insane for 48 uh, to 72 hours. You're not an edibles hours, person? No, no. I I like to be able to know where gravity is pulling me. Um, <laughs> We were going to talk about ghosts, Oh, I that's think. right. So this is a sometimes weekly, more often than not, monthly podcast about specters and googers. That of... still sounds like a racist. <laughs> uh, 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 Phantoms, specters. Phantoms, specters, and sea bishops. Very specific story you want to tell me? <laughs> no, I don't want to tell anyone. <laughs> Where did the sea bishop touch the sea. <laughs> um, every week, I gather my nearest and dearest to a small, spooky lantern that I carry over to the local cemetery and <laughs> regale them with spookery tales of witchcraft and voodoos. I don't know. It's been a long time. Like this, it's a Monday. I'm Jesus. not gonna do the voodoo spiel. <laughs> I did an entire episode of Afternoonified about it. It's fine. We'll cut that in here. It'll be a five-hour-long episode of boo now. I got um, really excited about Maman Brigitte. <laughs> this week, because it is the special Halloween episode, we are going to be reading something that might actually be spooky, just as a, as a nice change of pace. Yeah, I don't have to walk home alone or anything. <laughs> I will be leaving the lantern lit all the way. Um, every year... Jezebel, publication of Note, crowdsources spooky tales from their readers, and then sorts through them and puts out a best of list. It's like refined creepypasta episode. <laughs> yes, it's uh, it's very much the, the chicken nugget pink slime of scary stories. <laughs> so, and they have been doing this since 2016. So, 
I will give you the list and ask for a year and then uh, pick one at random and it'll be a fun surprise for both of us. Before we get started with that, any spookery situations you've found yourself in recently? Well, the one I am currently in right now. Oh, that's right. We are in a cemetery. Um, weirdly, my my camera, my phone camera doesn't take Do pictures not. at night Do here. Do not. <laughs> Avalon. <laughs> Like I've got I've got the Google phone and it's supposed to do like amazing night photography. Nothing. Cool. Very yeah. nice. So <laughs> no. are they racing? <laughs> Two cars just went by in the cemetery and it seems like they're getting somewhere. Um nothing uh has really happened to me lately. My coworker did like come up behind me today and scare the shit out of me, but that's <laughs> that's on me. Um Terrifying. Oh my god, no. <laughs> I love that there's something about like just the the casual way in which we repress terrifying things because every time you ask somebody on this podcast it's like no no oh my god wait i saw the devil recently <laughs> that's a great movie yeah um no i went through like a day where i was just answering everybody that called my phone because somebody had my number before me and they owed people money not like the mob <laughs> but you know i was trying to get them off my ass because i'm not sure. yeah um but i got a call from Mexico. And I was like, well, gotta answer this. Just to see. And you can't refuse the call to adventure. Exactly. (laughs) And I I picked it up and it was kind of staticky. And a woman who sounded like an older woman, you know, like 50s maybe. Sure. uh, Who sounded like she was about to cry. Oh no. Started talking immediately. And she was like, mom, mom, I made a mistake. Mom, I made a mistake. And I panicked. Oh, <laughs> and no. And I hung up. And I, like, Googled the number, and I could not find anything. So I've had to live with that for, like, the last two weeks. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm so, still alive. So, so. You, you really did refuse the call to adventure there. Yeah, that's not the adventure I wanted to go on. No, there's um, there's a universe next door where you are, like, in Cartagena, like downing a bottle of tequila with a scorpion on yeah, your hand. Yeah, I'm, I'm imagining it going kind of like that uh, horrible Natalie Dormer movie where she goes to the suicide forest in Japan. Oh yeah. Um, Oof. we which we I need didn't to... finish it. I know I said that I don't like hate movies anymore, but like I just kind of tapped out. It's like it's like a bad first date. Like they got to give you something. Well, you can't put, just like they sit put there. Natalie Dormer in it. I was game. <sighs> Hollywood uses Natalie Dormer like a lazy chef uses MSG. She will get me to watch anything. That's See? true. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then afterwards, 30 minutes later, you're hungry for a real movie <laughs> and you have a headache and kind of feel weirdly puffy. Yeah. So that's terrifying. Yeah. I don't know what... I, I don't know. No, that's... Oh, boy. I... I... This is lower stakes, but I also recently refused a call to adventure I got a text from a number that I didn't know that was local and the text was about 10 pictures which contained comprehensive door code lists for a number of properties around Portland oh no and it seemed like different property management companies um and I haven't tested any of them out, but I, I don't know. And like, it was like, so hey, here's the rest. I'm gonna have to double check a couple of them. And I just, I said nothing. I'm just curious if Buckman Terrace was on that list. 
I will take a look. And let me tell you what your door code is. <laughs> I'm also going to move down to the next mm. tier on this because I don't want my back just exposed. Yeah, it's, it's been, we're, um, for, uh, for the listeners, um, we are sitting on the corner posts of a World War One memorial. And um, Emily has scooted down a little bit so that, that her back is I not have very exposed. specific rules. Like when I go to see a horror movie in theaters, um, I have to wear closed-toed shoes. Sure. And I have to have something that I can cover the back of my neck with. It's, it's you know, wandering into a sewer rules. Like, you know. It is Pennywise rules. Yes. Cover up anywhere that a rat or a space clown might get in. <laughs> well, spooky, terrifying, but not in a. That's more like, that's more like 2020 spooky and not like Halloween spooky. <laughs> I don't like having my neck exposed. <laughs> Oh no! I meant I meant your your uh, wrong number. Oh yeah, no, that was um, uh, <clears throat> I like I um, texted my coworker, and I was like, "Am I gonna? Is this bad? Like, did I should I have not hung up?" And she's like, "Well, you're probably gonna die in seven days, so <laughs> that's too bad." I think if you don't if you don't watch the whole video, you're not gonna get the phone call. You know, like you you ducked out at a good point. Been meaning to watch the Japanese version of that because I think they're I think they're available on Shutter. Yeah, and I think you get an Amazon Prime discount right now. Um. <clears throat> All right, well then, that being the case, I think we can probably jump right into the spooky, spooky beef of the episode. <laughs> the uh, Beyond Meat of the episode for <laughs> anyone who's... <laughs> Beyond Meat implies that there is also bed meat and bath meat. <laughs> I mean, if you're getting the Beyond Meat Whopper, probably. <laughs> oh, you mean that is actually the Impossible Whopper? Oh, sorry. Beyond ah. Meat's Carl's Jr. Yes, uh, that Im- that Impossible Whopper. I like it. I've never been happier. Like as yeah. a as a non meat person. I am a meat person, but sometimes I just need to like, you know, do something that feels nice. <laughs> it's. It's it's great. Uh, at this point, like I have a produce delivery, and I just get like a chunk of impossible. You, you beef. do an Im- imperfect produce. I am yeah. fully on board with the imperfect produce, uh, listeners. If you would like a referral code, slip a note under my door. You know where I live <laughs> at this point. Maybe someone's tech to do the door code. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a three two seven four. Shit. With that, we'll get into the spooky, spooky collection of pea proteins and artificial flavoring molecules that is the beef of this episode. I do love when people are like, it's not any healthier than a normal burger. It's like, Sandra, that is not why I was eating it. How do people not get it where it's like, it's actually worse for you than a normal burger? I'm like, I'm still eating Burger King. I know, like a thing with beautiful eyelashes didn't get bled out and slaughtered for it. So you know what? I'm calling it a win, even if there is a little bit more saturated fat in there. Saturated fat? Which one's the bad one? Saturated. That's the one. I am so tired of people being like, it's really bad for you, you know. I mean, I do, like, I eat meat, but, like, I'm not here to judge at, like, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. (laughs) Also, like, for people who do eat meat or, like, you know, it's worse for me, like, I'm leaving more meat for you. Like, (laughs) you should be delighted that I'm not hogging all of the beef. Sorry, my car was idling and everything is making me nervous right now. Terrifying. (laughs) Don't worry, it's just a really poorly executed three-point turn. Um, (laughs) Speaking of poor execution, pick a year. (laughs) Oh, man, what was a good year for me? 
despite everything, 2016, not bad for Emily. All so right, 2016, let's hop in the way back machine. Uh, are there yet? Spooky, spooky, spooky. Here we go. And then give me a number between one and ten. Six. Six. All right. I've got one. Uh, uh, all right. I'm very scared. Uh, fair. Um, a real fixer-upper. <laughs> well, I'm never going to be able to buy a house, so this is fine. <laughs> what could be scarier than the perpetual out-of-reachedness of real estate in Oregon? Um about five years ago, my husband Adam and I decided that it was finally time to start looking to purchase a house. We'd always talked about buying an older, fixer-upper home, because we've had the idea that they hold more charm and have more character. And they hold more ghosts. Yeah, that's... <laughs> unless you take the roof off, like my parents did. Uh, no. Oh, that's right. No, the ghosts are back. I, I sent you the picture. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> uh, listeners, I will, I will post a picture of... <laughs> footprints that don't belong to anybody in a home that my parents live in those were like man-sized footprints too like and very defined it was not okay nope 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 yeah uh for for the listeners my mom sent me a picture of a freshly mopped floor with the caption so i was just mopping wearing shoes and i'm like what good for you what what the fuck and then i like zoomed in on the picture and there's just a series of barefoot human footprints throughout the uh throughout the room so I guess taking the roof off doesn't quite do the trick. It'll clear some of them out, but it's a real like poltergeist situation where you have to deal with the root of the problem. Son of a bitch, you moved the cemetery, but you left the bodies, didn't you? They did recently just dig up like the septic tank and like put a new one in. Um, and they so. live in Italy, so there's <laughs> the ground is made of bones. Thousands of years. I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody here. Just, no. I just want that on record. Everyone here is great. Thank you for having us. We support you. Plus, we can appreciate a place that has its own quirks, and we love the thought of turning something run down into something beautiful again. With that being said, I grew up in a pretty rural farming town in Indiana that had more than its fair share of run-down houses. The surrounding areas had started to boom a little bit, with the farmland being sold off and turned into new factories along with subdivisions for the people coming to work for them. I thought it'd be a great place to start our house hunt, and I figured that we'd get a lot closer, we'd be a lot closer to civilization than I used to be growing up, but not so much so that we'd be living a stone's throw away from our neighbors. Isolated, terrifying, great. Oh God, this is like the family and the messengers. Like, what are you doing, <laughs> fresh start? There's people in those walls. Uh. Adam and I decided to take a drive one summer Sunday afternoon so I could show him some of the back roads of my hometown and also see where some of the properties we checked out online looked like in person. As we were turning off the main road through town and further onto a more secluded country road, we noticed that the very first house on the left was completely abandoned. Well, that's okay if it's the first house on the left. <laughs> yeah, that's you in general. Well, it depends on which direction you're coming from. <laughs> It's it's a real like the apartment number is nine nine nine, but in fact all these sixes have just turned upside down. Yeah, it's like oh god, it is the last one. <clears throat> yeah. On that note, though, uh, I do not recommend the first podcast on the left. Fucking sucks. No, no. The second one isn't much better. 
The third one was actually after Nunafite's working title. <laughs> the fourth one went wee, wee, wee all the way home. Um, La- first house on the left. <clears throat> first house on the left. Completely abandoned. We pulled into a small patch of the yard where the grass was the shortest and where a gravel driveway used to be to further investigate. I'm just picturing the house from it, which is what I picture for all like rundown houses now. It's the it's the Rock Hero Picture Show thing where it's like in the, in the middle of Iowa. It's like, didn't you see a castle back there? Like, what is this doing here? You'd be surprised. Just some rich asshole in like the early 1900s was like, castle here now. It's, it's a it's a real William Randolph Hearst situation. <laughs> I need somewhere for the polar bear fighting. Um, the house was painted a deep green color, which made it almost invisible against the tall grass. Not a great movie. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Agree. Garbage. Um, there was a massive tree in the front yard whose branches and leaves helped to camouflage the place even further. The house looked as if it were at least a hundred years old, and it looked like it had sat empty for most of those years. It was neglected, weather-worn, and in the need of some major love. How much do they have to spend on this house? You're in Indiana. It's probably going to be like, what, you'd spend 14 bucks on the house itself. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I follow an Instagram called like cheap old houses. Uh-huh. They're all haunted. Sure, but you can buy a haunted castle in New York for like $45,000. Oh, God, there was one in Louisiana that like needed so much work. And if it wasn't in the deep south. Sure. <laughs> the humidity. I like one place in the deep south. <laughs> Which is also the most humid. Yeah, it's, oh God, yeah. we were there in November and like I, I mm, <laughs> just the series of sounds I made. You just step out the front door and it's like the elevator scene in The Shining, but with sweat. It looked like Monica when they went to uh, Barbados. <laughs> oh, all right, we're two sentences in now. I thought I heard something, but it was just my scarf brushing against my sweater. <laughs> Terrifying. Should have uh, brought Michael out here. I can't handle it. <laughs> Bring just a floodlight. So, uh, being as how there was nobody around, Adam and I thought it probably wouldn't hurt if we trespassed just a little. We thought, well, we're interested in buying the property and we're not here to cause trouble. In fact, we're doing someone a favor because we're going to take the burden of the house right away from him. I do hear something. Might be people. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. It sounds like people. They sound jovial. <laughs> I'm telling you, you made a mistake. I made a mistake. <laughs> so we walked carefully through the brush towards the left side of the house, where we noticed a well was still standing, complete with bucket, rope, and handle. And young girl in it. <laughs> That's what's always in the bottom of the well. There are a bunch of videotapes lined up on the edge, and it said, take one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the last sequel to that where it was all online. It was like on fucking Snapchat. (laughs) Naomi Watts was there and she was doing a passable job. Uh, Um, No, but that guy from the Big Bang Theory was in it. Johnny Galecki. (laughs) Why? I don't know. I don't know why the movie existed. The fucking world is dumb. It was probably in the mid-90s out that day. Uh, So when we entered, Adam first, we were met with a thick and stifling heat the kind that holds so much humidity that it almost takes your breath away. We thought, uh, what we thought was a mudroom was actually an extended pantry or canning area in the kitchen. There was a one window, an old rusted trunk, and a small stove, and the wall still held shelves upon shelves of canned and spoils vegetables. Oh, girl, you gotta leave. Yeah, this is not good. 
I remember thinking, oh yeah, this will be great. I totally remember how to can and we can have a garden and, and insert all kinds of other giddy thoughts women have while in the throes of house hunting here. Hey, I have those thoughts too. Yeah, no, well, I am a woman, so I guess that. (laughs) I love canning too. (laughs) I like making my own pickled beets. (laughs) (laughs) Through the doorway was the kitchen proper. Um, What remained of the cabinets and sink were against the wall on the left, but they were either broken or hanging on for dear life. The kitchen connected to a wide open living area with side, uh, with one side having walls streaked with black that led up to a half sunken gray ceiling. Uh. There had been a fire at some point. The windows on that wall were filthy, covered in dust or ash that made the room much darker than it should have been in the middle of the day. Nothing about this says purchase me. <laughs> it's going to be a steal. It says I've had multiple owners and no one stayed for more than a month. <laughs> There was a sign on the front door that said, it's yours if you can stay a night here. (laughs) Is that Vincent Price's handwriting? (laughs) (laughs) It's haunted and it's on a hill. On the left. So far, the ghosts have murdered only seven people. I killed my wife here. I guess if you were coming from the other direction, it would be on the right. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I guess that was a callback. I don't. Uh, The fundamental inscrutability of left and right will just, we'll never get past it. The open living area had not one stitch of furniture, save for a small wooden rocking horse that a child would have. Oh my god. And the floor was littered with magazines, as if someone had a giant stack of them and just threw them up in the air to see where they'd land. (sighs) Curious as to what the former homeowners liked in regards of reading material, I decided to check them out. Almost every single magazine was related to dolls in some way. This is the stupidest woman alive. I'm sorry. Like, I don't mean to judge. Fair. And by the way, for anybody listening, we are just talking about women who are alive. (laughs) (laughs) And there are plenty of stupid... You know, I'm not even going to say it. Don't finish the sentence. (laughs) Do you feel a cold wind? Yes, but (laughs) it's also October. Um. Almost every single magazine was related to dolls in some way. Porcelain doll collecting, Barbie dolls, making dolls by hand, clothing for dolls. I was a little bit creeped out, especially under the surveillance of the rocking horse's dead painted stare. Yeah, my mom used to collect porcelain dolls and she put them all on the piano and there were like 50 of them. And like looking back at it, that's kind of creepy. Yeah, well, especially the one in the middle that wouldn't stop moving. <laughs> yeah, and my first communion doll. Oh, no. I don't, I don't, I don't like any of this. So this dumb lady. Um, Decided, this dumb lady decided to check out another room that was connected through the half-burned living area. Through the doorway to the left was a weird combination of molded stand-up shower with handicapped handles and assisted toilet next to a, um, uh, and assisted toilet next to it divided down the middle by a wall. Hmm. On the right was a wall made entirely of built-in bookshelves. This is a weird room. I might not be getting the full layout of it, but it sounds like there's half of a toilet sticking out of a wall next to a bookshelf. It sounds like it was a different kind of room when it was built, but they turned it into a bathroom on the first floor because clearly someone had like medical issues. Oh, sure, sure, sure. That makes Sorry sense. to put logic into that. <clears throat> I know. Fair. Into this Willy Wonka half a toilet room. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. I missed that part of the movie. <laughs> Did they sing a song about it? <laughs> Oompa Loompa. Please flush carefully. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, it's for <clears> the <throat> kid that got cut that uh, never flushed. Severed. <laughs> the kid who was cleft in twain. 
(laughs) those kids walked out of that in the tim burton version yeah not in the original though those kids died those kids were made into taffy and fudge good day sir so on the bookshelf was a stack of papers i began to flip through them and about halfway through the content went from being old telephone bills to printed out color pictures of porcelain dolls why is she still in this house? I know. Run all the way away. Also, is there a ghost in the story or is it just like... Is it just spooky? Uh, I put the stack of papers back on the shelf and picked up the small red five-star notebook. I started from the beginning, casually leafing through and seeing daily entries of medication taken, blood pressure and glucose measurements written in a neat hand. About 20 pages in, the entry started to change entirely. Does it devolve into Kevin Spacey's journals from seven? Well... <laughs> They became crude drawings of twisted faces in red ink. The faces had horns or fangs. Then full-on drawings of devils appeared in the pages after. I wanted to believe that a child had picked up this to doodle in, but I felt like this was something much different than that. After the drawings, the notebook became someone's personal journal, written in what I assumed was an elderly man's cursive. Dementia's the real demon in this story. <laughs> As in all stories. <clears throat> It told of how he knew that he was coming to the end of his life, and how he remembered being just a young boy when his mother passed away. He described in detail how the wake for his mother was held in the room of his home, in the front room of his home. Did he also make belts out of nipples? Is that coming up? (laughs) His name was Ed Gein. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, He described in detail how the wake for his mother was held in the front room of his home, and how during those nights he crawled on top of his mother's coffin. I hate this. To sleep. Oh, that was the cat. Okay, you're right. It does have a bell on. That's a horrible thing to have on a cat that wanders around the cemetery. <laughs> um, sorry, he crawled on top of his mother's body in her coffin to sleep. I think Gacy did that at one point, but it was with a young boy at a mortuary that he worked at. Different vibe. Very different vibe, but, a little bit. you know, not unprecedented. <laughs> uh, I couldn't believe what I was reading. Even though I had been sweating from the thickness of the air, goose pimples came over me. I immediately showed it to Adam, flipping to the pages of Devils and Snarled Faces, and then read aloud this stranger's memories of his mother. After I finished, Adam said, well, this got a whole lot weirder. (laughs) What was he doing this whole time? Just kind of like wandering around like, oh, good insulation. Whatever men say when they're checking out. Sturdy beams. He's kicking tires that are just in the room. (laughs) Um, Good doorways. So after I finished, he said, Well, this just got a whole lot weirder, nodding to what he held in his hands. No. While I was reading the notebook, he had continued rifling through the mountains of papers. One stack not only had more printed pictures of dolls, but they contained pictures of real women in bondage with ball gags and electrical tape placed over their mouths. This is the house that Ed Gein and BTK shared when they were roommates. (laughs) It's not what you want. Adam reassured me that while it was on the creepy side, it wasn't anything to necessarily lose my shit over, since the women didn't seem to be suffering too much, and that it seemed, to the best of our knowledge, consensual. I won't even consider, like, when I'm, like, looking for houses, you know, when I'm bored, I won't even consider a house that doesn't have, like, a big kitchen. Like, we've we've worked all the way, like, we've worked from bottom to top of, like, Maslow's hierarchy of terror. Like, we've gone from, like, like a- abandoned, there was a fire, children's rocking horse, dolls, devil notebook, corpse stories, weird sexual fetishism. Like, we found a puzzle box upstairs. We open it and pin it. Like, it's there's, you're, you're yeah. not going to win in this house. 
bum, 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 found a couple of pictures of uh, an elderly couple. Um, to the right of the big bay, to the right was a big bay window, and smack dab in the middle was a yellowed piece of paper with faded black printed Stop. handwriting on it, visible to anyone on the outside of the house. Um, reading it backwards from the inside, it said, "If you're here to talk about Jesus, go away." Well, no, that makes sense. I put, I I put that up on the door. I told my husband that I just wanted to go into um, one last room down the little hallway, and then I would be very ready to leave. Going down the small dark hallway, it became cooler and even darker. It was a relief from the oppressive heat that we had been dealing with since first stepping inside. The shade from the giant tree in the front yard had blocked out all of the sunlight, making it about 20 degrees colder. But we soon realized that that wasn't the only reason this part of the house's temperature was much more tolerable. Rounding the corner into the last room, it took a few seconds for our eyes to adjust to the difference in light. But the change in the air was noticeable immediately. It was as if we had stepped into a cave. I do not like where this is going. No. The smell was dank and no. left a dampness on our skin. And once things came into clear focus, that's when we saw it. The main reason our senses had shifted so quickly was the large hole in the floor. At first we thought that perhaps the wooden floor was so weak it had simply caved in on its own, or that the roof had leaked and caused this exact area of floor to rot away. But upon getting closer to it, it became obvious that this was not the case. The hole was about five feet across and went straight down into the earth. This hole was there because it had been made to be there, and my husband and I looked at each other. My heart was beating so fast that I thought it would burst out of my chest. Was this listed on Zillow? <laughs> Good hole. To make pool. <laughs> Did they, they like find this house from a reputable source? Are they just driving through like fuck off nowhere Indiana and be like, oh, there's a house? Yeah, it's not like, it'd be a hard sell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unless you love dolls and spoiled vegetables. Um, nothing was making any sense. And yet, the thoughts that had been running in the background of my brain were all coming together like a jigsaw puzzle. And then we saw them. The worn and faded social security cards. A few old and molded over driver's licenses just thrown around haphazardly. Checkbooks, credit cards. As if someone had emptied their purse or wallet in this room and then just disappeared. I was overcome with terror and dread. I had to get out of the house. I don't think the person who did that still lives there. My skin felt like static as if my whole body had been taken over by the sensation. (laughs) Uh, as if my whole body had been taken over by the sensation of when your foot falls asleep. Tears were forming in my eyes and my mind just told me to run. Without having to speak, Adam quickly took me by the arm and led me back down the hallway. We ran back down the mangled and tangled driveway to the car. So, just out of curiosity, not story related, Mm -hmm. do you also smell cologne on the air? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, Some people did just walk by. Okay. I'm really glad I did not take a couple hits off the vape pen before I came here. (laughs) No. Don't don't be that horror movie character. I won't go into the haunted house at Enchanted Forest. (laughs) That's based on like the safety protocols in place at Enchanted Forest. That's probably not the worst idea. I actually went to college with the guy whose family owns that. Was he whimsical and kind of terrifying and shaped like an egg? No, but he did look like his family owned a theme park. Yeah, and then when you go to the theme park after knowing him, all of the people operating the rides look like him. <laughs> You're like, oh, I I see. So re- thinking back, I got the eerie feeling that we weren't the only two people in the house that day. Um, as a side note, the house still stands there. We never called the police <laughs> to report breaking into the house and finding a giant hole. However, we drove past it about a year later and the large tree in the front yard had all of its branches removed. The windows had been boarded shut, and after doing some research, I found that the land it sits on is for sale. 
The house itself, though, has been condemned. Probably for good reason. I wouldn't even buy the land. There is... I have a feeling they didn't move the bodies. No, no. I... Uh, end of story. I figured. <laughs> um, I... A little bit meandery, a little bit rambly, but the idea of entering into a room where there's just a giant hole in the middle where it seems that that was the part that like got me the most i think if we're gonna like critique structurally sure um the bit with the journal in the bathroom was a little a bit much uh i feel like that gets used a lot yeah but the the dolls and the social security cards especially yeah the idea of like a number and the fact that there's multiples that yeah. Seemingly multiple people have just wandered into the room. It, where there's a big hole. Yep. Dropped their stuff. It's a little bl- their pockets. It's a little bloody benders. Yeah. Yeah. It's just into the hole. Um, I don't like that. Like, it's that thing where, you know, you're you're standing at the edge of the hole and you see the stuff on the ground. You're like, did somebody, did they get pushed? Is there, Am I going into the hole? <laughs> um, is it voluntary that people go into the hole or do they get pushed into the hole? Um, I don't like it. Don't care for that at all. No. Horrifying. Yeah. Um, um, there was a house next door to ours when I was growing up where, like, we knew the family that lived there. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they didn't live there. But the house was there and unlocked. And you can get into the backyard uh, pretty easily. This isn't good. And, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was, like, eight so my friend and I went over there and like got in the house and like most of their shit was still there. And I, to this day, don't know what happened to them. I could probably call my dad and find out because he was friends with them. I will not admit to breaking and entering. This might be one of those situations where it's best to refuse that call to adventure. <laughs> I've been doing that a lot lately. <laughs> Your dad will be like, oh, that house burned down. Everybody died. There's nothing there. There is no house there. It was so fucking weird. Like, their pantry still had a bunch of stuff in there, and it was just, like, scattered everywhere. Like, I guess some local teens. Youths. Youths could have <laughs> could have gone in there and, like, had their way with it before. <laughs> bunch of teenagers came in here and <laughs> fucked all the dry <laughs> goods. Um, but, like, this gallon, like, pump container of, like, Hershey's syrup still being there, like... I don't know why that sat with me for, you know, that's, 20 years. That's that's trouble is what that is. That's like the, um, what's that, the murder house in Hollywood that's just... The one that American Horror Story was based on? Mm, I don't think it's that one. There was a house that, like, there was a, I think, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, like, family murder. Oh, that and one. So, the, they're, like, you can go and look in the window and they there's still They did it on just, my favorite murder. I remember yeah. tangentially. Like, there's still yeah. just, like presence on the floor just by the by the tree um man i am gonna have to call my dad now (laughs) keep me posted um all right i'm going because that one was a little bit rambly wandery i'm gonna give gonna give you one more uh pick a one out of ten we're staying within the same year right Mm, yeah okay three all right three Uh, one it's gonna be another real estate one two Let me just... We bought a new house. Fuck. Um, (laughs) I'm just giving this one like a cursory glimpse to see if it's something spooky. See if we have another Todd Cobb story on our hands. Yeah, this one's feeling a little bit Todd Cobb. Starting for Jezebel now. (laughs) Toddina Cobbett. 
Um, you want to pick another one? That one seems a little bit iffy. Uh, five. Let's see, one, two, four. Okay, so here we go. The little girl who wasn't. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> um, this is by Lady Sparrow. I lived in a house from hell for four years, from age 11 to 16. Those are good years to live in a haunted house, because that's like when your big poltergeist energy is. <laughs> big poltergeist energy, but you're still like in prime repressed memory territory. Mm. Um there was constantly something happening. Doors would fly open and shut, voices, footsteps. Nothing ever stayed where you put it. I was alone there a lot because both my parents worked, and I was constantly terrified. Uh, probably in the 80s, if I had to guess. Uh, that sounds about right. It could be, like, late 70s. It's some, sometime in, like, America's... Into the mid-90s, even. Yeah, America's latchkey, period. Mm. Um, we turned out fine. <laughs> no abandonment issues. Don't leave me! <laughs> One of the most gut-level disturbing things, though, was the little girl in my bedroom. Oh, fuck. Okay. Every time I walked past my bathroom door, which was constantly, since it was right outside my bedroom, I would see a little girl with blonde curly hair and a rose-colored dress. She just stood there, staring, looking like a photograph from the early 1900s. Well, that's what all ghosts are from. Yeah, before uh, before nuclear testing made it impossible for ghosts to exist. Yeah, that's what happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, we can't, it's like you can't carbon date things anymore. I started keeping the door closed so I could walk by without seeing her, but she was always there when I opened it. Once I stepped in past her. Excuse um, me, excuse me, ma'am. Sorry. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, no. oh, sorry. I just. Eek. Mom took me to Taco Bell and, like, I gotta. Can you just hang out for a second? <laughs> I need the room, Rosalie. The thing with, like, stories that start out like this where they're supposed to be like terrifying and like full of dread it's like there was a girl in my room and she didn't do anything i'm like oh okay i guess you're lucky then aren't you or someone's like i was afraid i was gonna see something like uh, is it hurting you (laughs) this is it's uh, that's you know like i mean i say that now but like i would piss myself and run like i'm not yeah, easy to say when you're when you're not being haunted by by bathroom lady. Um, so once I stepped in past her, I couldn't see her anymore, but I could still feel her there. Ugh, um, it's a pervert. There's a pervert ghost. Bathroom looker. <laughs> As the years went by and things in the house continued to get worse, she started seeming darker. I started feeling like she wasn't really a little girl. Oh, one of these. Okay. I knew there was something ugly in the house, and it felt like it was presenting this sympathetic image to me. Just, like, viewing this, like, Bill Murray and fucking Ghostbusters, like, oh, yeah, run of the mill. One of these little girls that's not a little girl. (laughs) Walking around, puffing your little thing, (laughs) looking in the fridge. Eggs? I think I'd be more of a Winston in practice, (laughs) but... I'm Annie Potts. (laughs) Oh, shit, I am Rick Moranis. (laughs) One day, when I was 14, I had a friend from out of town come stay with me. I hadn't told her anything about the house because I didn't think she would come if I did. (laughs) Good friend. Uh, Right after she got there, we were sitting in the room and she left to go to the bathroom. About a minute later, she walked back in with a puzzled look on her face and said, There's a little girl in your bathroom. (laughs) Um, You're handling this well. I responded, Yes, she hangs out in there. (laughs) 
Uh, blonde hair, curls, pink dress. Yes, yes, yes. What if she described a different little girl? <laughs> now she was about three feet tall, dark hair, green dress. She was doing a little dance. Should um, I be worried? My friend said yes, and then hesitated a moment before saying, you know, that's not really a little girl, don't you? Marianne, you fucking come to my house. <laughs> Tell me about the little girl I know about, and then pull this shit you are leaving <laughs> back to Cleveland with you. It's like telling somebody who knows that like they, they bought a new car and they, they know that it's a lemon, but they're trying to be like, isn't it great? You know, it's the heater works. Just like, you know, Harold was, was cheating on you, right? It's like, I know that. Everybody knows that. <sighs> we have an agreement. Um, I almost threw up. I was so relieved and terrified and excited and ready to run out of the house screaming. <laughs> um, she refused to use my bathroom for the rest of the week and I started using it as little as possible as well. I would assume this is a two bathroom household. <laughs> I'll go in the yard, thank you. <laughs> Have you ever noticed how our, our daughter, she keeps telling us to buy more buckets. Um, Just brushing her teeth in the kitchen sink. <laughs> what could be more terrifying than like you're getting ready for bed and you look out into the yard and your kid's just out there brushing their teeth outside the window using the reflection. Um, eventually we moved out and I couldn't have been happier. Uh, when I was 18, I took a, I took another friend on a road trip to pack a few things up that I'd left in the house. Uh, my parents hadn't managed to sell it, and they wouldn't for five more years. The minute we got on the property, my friend seemed uncomfortable. When we came around the bend in the long, steep driveway, he went completely white. I'm sorry, was, like, was he not completely white before he got this? this like a... <laughs> he had been holding his breath, so he was turning pink. <laughs> um... I could tell something was wrong, but he insisted that he was okay, so we got to work. And after a while, he asked to use the bathroom. I directed him to mine, not having learned a lesson, apparently. Not 20 seconds after he left, he came running back in, gasping for breath, and slammed the bedroom door behind him. He started babbling about a little blonde girl who wasn't really a little girl. I'm sorry, there was a 14-year-old girl earlier in the story who calmly walked back to the... Avalon, don't look like that. Oh, the story. Let's go. Sorry, I read ahead a sentence. Oh, fuck. Just keep going, I guess. <laughs> this um, is awful. Um, he started babbling about a little blonde girl who wasn't really a little blonde girl. And then he went dead still and looked me in the eye and very solemnly said, she's not happy that you left and you weren't supposed to. <sighs> fuck. <laughs> we threw whatever we could grab into my car. And got the fuck out of there. Uh, <sighs> I hate that. <laughs> I hate that so much. I'm just gonna take that and and hold it inside, and it'll probably pop up again tonight when I'm trying to go to bed and my exploding head syndrome acts up. And <laughs> I I hate like third party information about a specter. Like somebody comes up to you and says, you know it knows. And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> um, that one was trouble. <laughs> um, yikes. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I guess I realize now we haven't, I guess it's Halloween. We're not raiding them. We're in a cemetery. Everything's terrifying. Five out of five. Yep. I, uh, <laughs> um, it's five out of five doll magazines. Oof, God, that's awful. 
There's one more really short one after it that looks that looks spooky. Should we do that one? Yeah. And then I mean, we'll I already can't over. feel my feet, so yeah. it might as well just hang out. Um, if you would like to move the lantern closer to you, if you hold your hands over it, it will warm them quite I effectively. I don't think it's going to help my feet, but thank you. <laughs> just pour the kerosene on your tootsies. And um, all right. This one is um, in the basement with me. Oh, fuck. Very rarely am I on the show where, like, you read the title and I'm like, oh, oh no. no. It's usually like, really? <laughs> it's, it's it's like being in hell and it's like, and now the room of ripping. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, you, you know it's not going to be good. It's, I think you reach that point in a horror movie where, like, you're just so mad that you're scared. <laughs> you've, you've stood in line and now you're actually getting on Space Mountain and you're like, oh, I'm just going to have whiplash. Like, this sucks. Um <laughs> No, we were watching, I think it was when I went to see It for the first time, because, like, I don't like clowns. Why they're so wholesome. I love It, but it's... <sighs> anyway, like, <laughs> I went to see It because it's Travis's favorite book, which, that makes sense. Sure. Um, it has merit. <laughs> but the entire time, like, I'm enjoying the kids, like, it's fun. But every time something scary happens, I just look over at him and I'm like, you asshole. <laughs> You did this to me. I'm um, having fun and it hurts. <laughs> um, all right. In the basement with me. When I was 16, I would sneak out of the house at night to get high and read a book. You can do that in the house. <laughs> Parentheses. Well, 16. This is probably before vapes and stuff. Yeah, I guess if you're just smoking like that super <laughs> gross. P- pissy like 90s weed. Yeah, um, okay, that makes sense. Parentheses, such a rebel, I know. Um, Just do a tab of acid and sit and read a book. You'll make your own book. Put your head through the shaman's drum. <laughs> um, oh, God. There was an empty foreclosed home next door, and I would get inside via a basement window. Oh, my God. I need to call Steve. <laughs> um... I would get in via a basement window well and smoke in the basement's bar area. Oh, no. One That's night... they foreclosed on it. They spent all their fucking mortgage money on building that wet bar downstairs. All right. You seem to have an unlicensed speakeasy in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> and don't think that we can't smell the opium. Um... <laughs> <laughs> like an episode of this old house if you build in the haunted basement um one night it was raining pretty heavy and i forgot to bring my lighter i went to go get it and it was still pouring when i got back i set up a comfy place at the bar and turned on my camping lamp that i kept there i don't like this Mm -mm, it's a a little bit close to home (laughs) also i would love to see like a mashup ghost hunters international and house hunters international like it's just Zach Bagans hosting. My name is Zach Bagans. That has to be a show, right? Like buying haunted houses. Oh, probably on like sci-fi or something. <laughs> it's just brought to you by Sage. Well, no, Lots I always it. wanted a cooking show called Fuck That's Good, but that's already a thing. Someone's made that. A rapper has made that. <laughs> this is, we've reached peak idea. I um, got nothing anymore. <laughs> so I set up a comfy place at the bar and turned on my camping lamp. Then I started hearing noises upstairs. I turned off the light and sat still for a moment and realized that the sound was actually coming from the doorless room next to mine. Doorless mm-hmm. room? Yep. That's not a room, that's a crawl space. <laughs> uh, 
I grabbed everything I could and made for the window. With half my body through it, I heard someone running and shouting behind me. I felt someone touch me as I finished crawling out and ran back home, where I snuck in as quietly and as fast as possible. I heard sirens soon, (laughs) after I made it to my house, and worried that it was law enforcement um, that had caught me (laughs) in the home. The sirens went on for a while, into the night, and I barely slept. I learned the next morning that someone on the next block had burned his mother's home down with her in it, and he had been found breaking into a home later that night that was occupied. Oh, poop. Why was that the explanation I decided to go with? Oh, poop. Oh, poop. Um, <laughs> it was very likely him that was in that basement with me, and I still get scared thinking about it that, this day. Like, we've had this discussion. Like, somebody hiding in a place where I am when I think that I'm alone uh-huh. is the scariest possible scenario. It's the it's the Brahms the boy situation oh god i saw the boy too at Redbox today isn't isn't the boy doll filled with like lasagna meat or something (laughs) he's full of goops i think it's on netflix (laughs) yes fucking sick and if we want to try to do a national treasure again with hopefully better internet connection (laughs) i i i am fully on board that's the christmas special this year oh um all right well uh i i guess my turn now that was a lot <laughs> uh, well we'll keep we'll keep this one these maybe like two two shorties yes and then bail um i think what year do i want to go with this i think i'm going to go 2019 okay. which is the one with the hands full of holes that you I weren't you. a fan of <laughs> you making me fucking look at that again <laughs> Uh, it's sometimes I just like have days where I'm like, oh, I'm very broken because like I was forced to remember my exploding head syndrome today and how I can't look at things with holes. And <laughs> it's it's troubling when when we remember our limitations. In <laughs> well, the thing is, I was trying to explain. I don't remember why it was brought up. I'm like, yeah, sometimes when I'm falling asleep and I'm stressed, I'll hear a bang and see a flash of light, and it's not real. But I'm fine. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I have a variation of this where, like, very rarely I will be asleep and I will I will wake up hearing a scream. I think that might be, like, a form of sleep paralysis. And then thinking that the scream is my own. And then realizing that I don't think I was screaming and I don't think anybody else was screaming. Usually when I wake up to screaming, it's because it's me. <laughs> Like the, a couple months ago, I guess is the last time it happened. I kind of like half woke up in the middle of the night, you know. Sure. Like a cat was climbing on me or something. Yeah. You think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I was like falling back asleep, and then I saw like the flash, and I heard the bang, and like sure, <laughs> scared the ever living shit out of me. So I woke up screaming, and then it woke Travis up, <laughs> who was like trying to get me to tell him what was wrong. He was like, "No, did you hear the explosion? Like someone fired a firework at our window." And like he's like, "No." It's your brain. It's your dumb brain. <laughs> your brain's doing that thing that it does. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, it's it's trouble. Uh, it's not good. But uh, boy, aren't you glad that you don't have the uh, the other kind of sleep uh, sleep paralysis terror I, like nightmare situation? Yeah. No, I'm very very scared of sleep paralysis. There's always one or two that like. Well, the title of three is called Nope Forever Woods. Good. <laughs> Um. All right, so these these people are gonna. I'm gonna read the story like Ben Kissel because that's kind of where I am right now. All right. 
So apparently they made an account purely to participate in this story exchange because they have a recent weird experience. It's a likely story, but okay. Uh, This story is from about two months ago. I have no clear explanation for what the hell happened, and it took me three attempts to work myself up to remembering it in enough detail to write it down. My husband and I are moderately unambitious hikers. (laughs) Immediately relatable. (laughs) It was just going to be, my husband and I are moderately unambitious. I'm like, all right, know yourself. I love it. Um, As in, we enjoy going for a bit of a hill climb in the morning and then visiting a local brewery or something in the afternoon. They must just be Portlanders. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote this. In about mid-August of this year, we decided to head over to a nearby Civil War battlefield. We live in Virginia. About 85% of our parks seem to have been Civil War battlefields, so this is not considered a strange thing to do at all. A friend of ours and her two kids is visiting from Pennsylvania, so we invite them along. It was a weird change in tents, but... Sure. I'll take it. Uh, The group is is comprised of me, the husband. I assume her husband, and she's calling him the husband. (laughs) Composed of me, the husband. I, the one who is husband. Our friend, who I'll call Sarah, and her two children, Tyler, who is 14, and Alicia, 11. You've come up with a fake name for your friend, but here are these fake kids' names. And they go to Woodrow Wilson Middle School. Here's my fake friend, and uh, please dox my children. Uh, We set off on one of the marked trails, but it's more difficult than we had planned. We scramble up and down about three heavily wooded hills, about 40 degree incline up and down, on trails that were eroding pretty badly thanks to all the recent rain. We stop at the bottom of a hill, of hill number three, looking up at hill number four from a bridge over a creek to catch our breath. Sarah and the husband are both trying to stay positive. Alicia is huffing and starting to whine, and Tyler clearly thinks we're all idiots and wishes he were anywhere else. Admittedly, he's a 14-year-old boy, so he's always he, so he always seems on the verge of this attitude. <laughs> Tyler is all of us. Go on a vacation and fucking hike. While Sarah and the husband are working to rally the troops, I'm retying my boot and craning my neck to see if there's a secondary trail that's a bit less vertical. At which point I see him. I have fucked up royally in deciding to do this story. (laughs) Oh, no. (sighs) Yeah, over the course of this podcast, we're just going to go from jovial to, like, actively teared. And then we're, like, it's just going to be us Blair witching our way out of here. (laughs) Mom, listening to this. I'm sorry. This is my fault. Oh, is that the call you got? No. Oh, God. It's creepier now. Uh, oh, no. I just got a call from the Mexican player witch. <sighs> we just watched that for Afternoonified, and let me tell you, it was not made to be seen in 4K. You mean La Bruja de Blair? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that there's a movie like that on Amazon. <laughs> Um, that's when I see him. <laughs> I hate this. The man of my dreams. <laughs> now, it should be noted that we have seen no other hikers until this point. That is a little unusual at this park, as this park is not far from town. It's accessible through a neighborhood, and we'd seen several dog walkers on the way in. However, We've taken what is clearly more of a nature trail than the flatter, better-maintained historic trail to the battlefield and cemetery. So I'm not initially concerned by the appearance of this new person. 
Quite the opposite, actually. I've been worrying for the past 30 to 40 minutes that we'd lost the normal hiking trails and have been mistakenly following temporary stream cuts over hill and dale. You should always be concerned about the appearance of a new person. Just just FYI there. Historically, yeah. Um, In my newfound enthusiasm, I wave at the figure who is too far away from me to make out any features except they are wearing what I think are long, dark trousers and a long sleeve shirt. I didn't read this all the way through, so this could be Slenderman. (laughs) As I would be a bummer. The film really ruined the mystique. As did the murders. Oh, yeah. I didn't see those in theaters. Um, As I do, my husband says, honey, who are you waving at? I turn and say, that guy, pointing to the top of the hill. But he's no longer visible. I shrug it off, thinking he must have started down the trail. We finally make it to level ground about 20 minutes later. The trees are even beginning to thin out as we walk along a long ridge. We stop for another breather uh, slash water break at the first historical placard we've seen in the park. As Sarah reads loud about General Whomever and his exploits in 1860-something, I notice Tyler standing about five feet away and looking back down the path. I wander over to check up on him. Who is that? He asks me as I get close, pointing down the trail. He's acting weird, Tyler says. I remember feeling my scalp shrink a bit under my hair as I tried, as I say, trying to sound unconcerned and like a responsible adult in the situation. Weird how? I didn't know that was a feeling that other people got. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've I've been there for sure. (laughs) Avalon, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Tyler says, I think he's crawling or something. Look. Mm. Now, I really, really don't want to look. (laughs) But there's still a possibility that Tyler may be fucking with me because he's bored in 14. So I look. And I don't see whoever Tyler is pointing at for a minute until I look at the ground near where the trail levels off at the top of the hill. Where there's a dark, man-shaped thing laid out on the ground, kind of belly crawling. Uh. This is the point where I realize two things. One, I cannot make out any features of this person. Not clothes, not a face, nothing. They are just uniformly dark like they're perpetually in shadow. Even while they are crawling across the sunnier parts of the trail. Two, we need to not be in the woods anymore. (laughs) Yes, very much so. As I turn to Tyler to tell him to move for the visible battlefield area where there are several tour groups and dog walkers visible, my husband, Sarah, and Alicia suddenly join us, having noticed that we were not participating in the historical marker read-along. Run, run, run. Oh, boy. Oh, but we're not done reading the marker. (laughs) Look, we're about to see what... Apparently there's a lot of of, uh, crawling that happened here in the past. Oh, the, the husband asked me what's up. And I say, quietly so nobody panics, we need to head out. That guy is creeping me out. My husband squints down the trail and says, what guy? I look. Dude is still there. <laughs> He's paused in his belly crawling and kind of concealed by some brush. And he still looks like he's in shadow, but he's visible. The guy crawling toward us, I say, sure that this will convince my suddenly unobservant husband that shit is not right. (laughs) The husband squints right at the guy, clearly does not see him, and looks at me, confused. Oh, God. This goes on for, well, it's fine. 
Tyler, proving that all my bad assumptions about teen boys are wrong in his case, sensibly decides that he's not going to wait around for the adults to sort this out. He takes his sister's hand, which I have never seen him do, and starts walking quickly toward the sunlight and non-shadow people. Sarah follows them immediately without a word to us, at which point the man, the man shadow, starts crawling toward us again. I'm done, needless to say. The woods, which had been feeling very cool and nice on this hot August day, now seem clammy, cold, and inexplicably quiet. I drag my husband along with me without an explanation, as it's clear he still isn't seeing the crawling man or whatever the hell it is. We make it out into the maintained sunny battlefield area, almost at a run. I do not look back until we are well clear of the woods and in glaring sunlight with many non-shadow people nearby. God damn it. Fuck the woods. <laughs> God. I cannot see the man in the trees. The tree line we have just emerged from appears extremely dark in contrast with the bright sunny field. But I can't shake the feeling that he's still back there, just past where I can see. I don't want to freak anyone out more, especially Sarah and Alicia. <laughs> Both of them are notorious scaredy cats. Like Sarah almost threw up in terror on the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney World once, and Alicia's just like her mom. Okay. What a fucking weenie. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, was it just motion sickness? Or like, you know, some sort you of like... You don't move around that much. Allergy to holograms. Going in a straight line. <laughs> you go like backwards one time yeah backwards down a hill i don't know if they do that in disney world though i will say that when i first wrote it when i was four i like freaked the fuck out and wouldn't open my eyes and like wouldn't go on it for the next like five years it's one of those like with the enchanted forest one like you like it's been built up so much like well it has to be scary No, the enchanted forest one is not scary but i don't like enclosed spaces or the dark or loud sounds yeah it's a a whole grab bag of troubling elements yeah no one pops out at you or anything but i was there when i was like 22 mm-hmm. and my brother wanted to go in and he was 15 or something sure i took one step in i was like i'm not doing this you'll go through by yourself so i went to go wait by the exit you just close your eyes and just hold on to his shoulder and be like go that's how i went through it last time i was there um so i go and wait by the exit and like 15 minutes pass and he's still not out Ugh. and like my brother is like high functioning autistic like i'm not he's fine most of the time but i wasn't just gonna leave him there so i could go in i have my led flashlight from my purse (laughs) next to my head i'm plugging my ears i'm fucking running through this haunted house he's 10 feet from the exit he had dropped his phone and the battery had fallen out oh no and he was just looking for it but like i can't breathe and i feel like i hulked out of my ride bracelet like i just flexed it and broke I it was my first panic attack. <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying is I get it. You know, I the enchanted forest seems like a really magical place to have that experience. Yeah, I uh, went on the log flume immediately after and I was fine. That that'll clear it up. Yeah. Anyway, so this uh these people um <laughs> Anyway, so this lady doesn't say anything. She just watches the woods very closely as they export the battlefield. Yeah. Uh, so the biggest problem now is that to get back to the parking lot, we have to go back into said woods. No, 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 no. Luckily, the trail from the historical area is not the one we were on and is much wider, flatter, shorter, and full of people. <laughs> run, which is run. horrifying now. 
<laughs> yeah. In 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 the year 2020, the idea of being on a trail full of like safe other people sounds horrifying. Yeah, you can't get COVID from a ghost, <laughs> right? I don't think so. We'll look <laughs> no into promises. It. Call a professional. We'll check it. <laughs> um. Uh, short uh, I make the executive decision to behave like a herd animal and manage to chat our way among in one of the tour groups <laughs> as we walk off together towards the parking lot without incident <laughs> but I do <laughs> chitty chat like well yeah the, well, the weather today but just like tears are running down your face <laughs> like no it's a, it's a beautiful day that we're having here <laughs> go 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 I do note that Tyler is again sticking close to his mother and sister and is not objecting to having to move at our new group's slow pace uh, it's like that time I saw a ghost at the Winchester Mystery House and I was suddenly not too cool for the tour. <laughs> I'm no longer on board for this. Thank you. Uh, once we get to the car, everything seems fine. The cicadas and peepers. I don't know what the fuck a peeper is. Uh, it's a peeping Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Just the cicadas and the perverts. <laughs> oh, they're singing. It's beautiful. Uh, have started back up and the oppressive feeling is gone. It's just the Virginia woods in August again. We wait for most of the group to climb into cars as we say our goodbyes. We're towards the end of the queue following one couple in a big SUV down one gravel road out of the park. Suddenly the US the SUV slams on the brakes and we almost rear end them. And then they sit there in front of us on the only road out of the park for no discernible reason mm. for several minutes. Finally, the chorus of annoyed horns behind us seems to snap them out of it and we start driving again and follow and as they exit the park they pull over oh fuck <laughs> my husband decides to check and see if they're okay because he's genu he's a genuinely nice person good for you uh he pulls up and rolls down my window the driver rolls his down and my husband asks if everything's okay it's just it goes from silent to like as the window rolls down just like a <laughs> Sure, the driver says, but that boy, but boy, that guy crawling across the road about scared the life out of me. Oh, no. At which point I hear Tyler say, hell no, from the seat behind me. I can feel sweat popping out along the small of my back despite the AC. My husband says, what man? The SUV driver, who I think looks pale and kind of freaked out, but that could be me reading into the situation, says, you didn't see him? The guy in dark clothes army crawled across the road in front of us. You didn't see him go into the brush on the other side of the road? <sighs> no, says my husband. This is why you don't go to fucking battlefields. Never. Never. I've been to one and they're... F <sighs> don't, don't go to... Don't, as we sit on a World War II memorial. Um, yeah, don't, don't go to places where, like, the place is famous because everyone died there in the worst way imaginable. Yeah, we went to one where the Battle of New Orleans took place. Mm. It was mostly just haunted by tour guides who had a lot of information about stuff, but... <laughs> I did like hearing about the big cannons. Um, I'm on the verge of hyperventilating at this point. Seeing this, my husband wraps up the conversation with a comment like, huh, so weird. Run. <laughs> Just as a, a note, the entirety of the So Weird TV series is streaming on Disney Plus right now. If you need some gentle horror. <laughs> Something to cleanse the palate tonight. <laughs> Um, anyway, he rolls up the window and drives damn fast out of that neighborhood. Uh, we compare notes that afternoon. 
carefully so as to keep Alicia and Sarah calm. Tyler and I saw the shadow man, whom Tyler independently described as a man-shaped shadow, mm. crawling toward us on that last ridge. Sarah would not admit to seeing anything, though she seemed extremely uneasy for the rest of the day and would not let us, not let any of us mention it to Alicia. But again, she might have just picked up on the vibe from the rest of the group. <sighs> My husband didn't see anything, but did note how quiet the woods had been for the last five to ten minutes of our hike. I have not the slightest clue if what we saw was a very messed up person trying to scare us or something supernatural. But I can tell you I will not be hiking in that particular park anytime soon. Yeah, let me let me let me feel this one for you. It was the latter. Yeah. Like you're at a what, a civil war battle field, right? Yeah, I'm seeing a man army crawling, not No, that's like mm. um, I expected um when she was like, and then I saw him, like that creepy pasta about the man who's like dancing down the sidewalk oh, towards. Yeah. I hate yeah, yeah. it. That's the worst one. <laughs> uh, but who was phone? <laughs> it was a stepdad. <laughs> the ghost of a stepdad. Um, all right. I'm wondering, um, do you want to do like one more really quick one and then, and then be done? If you can find a short one, I will yeah, read it. Let's see. I'm looking. I would love to see the kitty right now. Yeah. Oh, cement, uh, cement cat. <laughs> um, cement cat has gone home. Oh, this one's short. Yeah. Um, it's called Does She Know, Does She Know by Little Cat Purr. Sure. Get it. Mm. All is right. It, is it about the ABBA song? <laughs> <laughs> she is your mother in this situation. I mean, ever since that episode of Community came out, like, ABBA has been a very good soundtrack for Halloween festivities. Like, <laughs> Fernando just really takes me back to the spooky season. Uh, uh, ABBA is a great soundtrack for everything. Anything that life could throw at you. I mean, I did grow up, like, a huge A-Teens fan. Yeah. Well, we've had this conversation. Yeah, and I, I thought think you so. were saying the A-Team. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really into the A-Team. No, fair. Um, all right, then uh, does she know? Yes. Does she know? Uh, it was a few weeks before Halloween, and I'd already decorated my house for the holiday. I realized there were a couple of decorations in the shed in the backyard that I needed, so I decided to go get them. It was 9 o'clock in the evening, and it was raining. I live in the suburbs against the hill, so it gets really dark at night. I'm rummaging around in the shed. There's no light in the shed, so I have a flashlight, and start to hear murmuring. Fuck this. Uh, bear in mind, it's the evening, it's dark, it's raining, nobody should be in their backyards at this time. Except you, Miss Privilege. <laughs> it's like the aerial view with just like 15 women walk out to their sheds and come out with Halloween decorations. Nobody should be in their backyards at this time. Um, I stop moving around in the shed to listen to the voices, and once again, and once I stop moving, they also stop. I pause a few seconds, then start moving around in the shed. As soon as I start moving around again, the voices start back up. I walk to the shed door and stick my head out. Hello? Silence. The only sound is the rain dripping off the roof. I pause and listen. I don't hear the neighbors in their yards, and all of their porch lights are off. Everyone appears to be in bed because the lights are also off, and all the houses around me. Suddenly I hear several voices say, Does she know? Does she know? Does she know? They're saying it quietly and so fast over and over again. I am totally going to splice in the, the ABBA chorus here. <laughs> Who's there? And the voices immediately stop. I'm spooked, so I quickly shut the shed door and practically run back inside. 
running back to the house. It's Agneta and Bjorn. Later that evening, my son's alarm clock goes off at midnight and 2 a.m. Nobody set the alarm. And when we woke up the next morning, all of my picture frames were crooked. No, thanks. I don't care for that at all. Yeah. Uh, ghostly voices, not... Not... No. Well, and also, just if she didn't know, she does now. <laughs> she fucking knows something. <laughs> uh, well, I am sufficiently spooked. <laughs> yes, we have We have done a great job. The, at the very least, though, the moon has come up, so it's not quite as dark as previously, but now there are more alarming shadows around us. Um, yeah, um, this is a <clears throat> situation I don't know if I'll do next year. <laughs> no, no, uh, uh, we should, well, I'll do these in the summer when it's, when it's lighter. <laughs> do this in um, a Starbucks. 3 p.m. <laughs> uh, so then before we both simultaneously dead sprint for an exit, yeah. uh, where can people find you? Um, well, I uh, host a show called Afternoonified, which you can find at Afternoonified on all the important stuff. I also run a game of Monster of the Week on uh, MonsterPod, which you can find everywhere at MonsterPod RPG or uh, MonsterPod.Monster. <laughs> it used to be MonsterPod.Pizza, but we couldn't afford to keep it. That's that's a pricey domain. It is. Yeah. Um, Monster Pizza will outbid you every time. <laughs> I have not checked Twitter in like two months, hmm? and I've been the better for it. Don't do it. So I am on Instagram at Emily F. Coleman where I will occasionally post things. Yeah. Stay away from the Twitter. It's 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 nothing good happening. It is a cesspit. It's the worst. Uh, oh shit. And also at So Below Media on oh, yeah. Instagram where I post That's right. you have a podcast network, don't you? I do. That you're on. <laughs> you're listening to it now. Um yeah, I guess it is the season for So Below, which just celebrated its one year anniversary. Con congratulations. I did very little <laughs> The best kind of project is one that persists for a year in which you get to do very little. It's true. Yeah, um, yeah this year has been very weird for shows that have guests. <laughs> it, tur it turns out uh, it's hard to produce a podcast with guests when having guests um, will literally kill you. Yeah. Um, and like Monster Pod took a like three month hiatus because all of us just kind of simultaneously had a mental breakdown. We're like, I can't, I can't be funny as a character right now. Yeah, you, you, them, and everyone else. That's why there have been like ten episodes of Boo Ha Ha this year. <laughs> like we're just, we're I am oh raging. We're trying. I'm trying so hard to muster the energy to rage against the dying of the light. But um, uh, uh well, and you can you can find me on instagram as at that avalon and you can follow the show which really uh, there's not a lot of presence there but it's at boohaha pod um more direct would just be to email us at boohaha pod at gmail.com uh, an email that you definitely check all the time all the time every quarter uh-huh that's why i started sending the uh <laughs> the network update emails to your personal thank you <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, um, <clears throat> yeah, and we will be back again next uh, day, week, month, year, decade with more tales of spooks and boogers. <laughs> um, oh, fuck, what is that? Run.
For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below.